The opinions expressed on this program are solely those of its hosts, guests, or callers, and do not necessarily represent the opinions of WTBR-FM, its management, other producers, or sponsors. What do you do when you get two guys, one from New York, one from Massachusetts, separated behind a pane of glass, one whose team beat the Hunter Biden-looking Aaron Rodgers, one whose team pitched a shutout against the Detroit Lions? You got the Cronin and the Zuck right here on 89.5. Give us a call, 413-445-5943. Let's go! Giants going on a wild ride. Josh McDaniels is one and four. He's clueless as usual. A terrible play caller. A terrible head coach who drafted Tim Tebow. Josh McDaniels, terrible. Let's go. Freezing out. <laughs> Turn the heat on in October. Let that energy build up through the roof. Ain't nothing but a party. Ain't nothing but a party. A 4-1 Giants party. I hate it. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Welcome to another edition of Cronin and the Zuck here on... 89.7 WTBR, 413-445-5943 is the number. Robbie, how you doing, man? I'm great. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. My team's 4-1. and one. Could you believe that? Oh, my goodness gracious. Everything's now going on. The Yankees tonight. The Rangers open up the hockey season. It's going to be great, man. October is just rocks for sports. Let's be honest. It does. This is the so, best time of year for sports. It really yeah. is. Send my love out to my mom. Hope she's doing well. Hope she's listening this morning. So, mom, hope you're all right. So she had a little fall yesterday, but she's okay. Fall in the fall, you know what I'm saying? So she'll be all right. So anyway, so. Isn't it great that, like, this time of year we have so much to talk about? Oh, my God. Like, we went through the dog days of summer, and there was nothing to talk about. Nope. People don't want to tune in and hear an hour's worth of commentary about baseball. Like, we have everything going on right now. College football, NFL, NBA's right around the corner, hockey, like you said, opening tonight, Major League Baseball playoffs. This is a fantastic time of year to be a sports fan and to have a sports talk show. We actually have things to talk about. Isn't it great? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So you want to start with your Pats? So a big shutout yesterday? 29 nothing. How about the Lions? 0 for 6 on fourth down. Yeah, I noticed that. I was I was looking at fourth down efficiency, and they were not particularly good. Yes, or third down efficiency. Was it fourth down or third down? Fourth down. Oh, fourth they down went for it six yeah, times were, on right. fourth down. Because they were because I know because I know they didn't do very well on third down either. So I think they were four for twelve actually on a third down. Well, the Pats were three for nine. So let's just one. let's just put it this way though. Okay. You know, at the end of the day, Jared Goff is still Jared Goff. <laughs> he is awful. And I I love Dan Campbell. Yeah. Right, I watched oh, me Hard too. Knocks. Former Giant. Uh, watching Hard Knocks, he made me think that the Lions could be Super Bowl contenders. But at the end of the day, Jared Goff is Jared Goff, and the Lions are the Lions. Well, you know They're what? He should, be called, he should be called called Jared Golf because every year he's playing golf after the uh, season's over. So he's terrible. Of course, he's terrible. That was a stupid trade. It really was. I don't know what worked out for them. Maybe a couple draft picks. Well, they did get some draft picks out of it. So. I don't want to go all aboard the hype train yet on the Patriots' defense because, again, like I said, it's, it's the Lions. Hey, but they put 45 up against Seattle and yeah, lost. <laughs> they had the number one ranked offense going into this game. So, And, you know, I thought Bailey Zappi, yeah. our third-string quarterback, played pretty well. 17-21, 188 yards, yeah. touchdown. I mean, he did throw one pick, but, yeah. hey, that happens. Not his fault. So, not too bad. Yeah, I mean, Pats put up 364, Detroit 312. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like uh, 188 passing for the Pats, 101 for Detroit, 
211 on the ground. That was impressive. I mean, with Stevenson, right? Stevenson running for, what, 161 yards, something like that? Damian Harris got hurt. Yeah. And, and then Stevenson took over, and he was he was fantastic. And then Myers, really was. Myers had a good game yesterday, right? He had a pretty good game, right? 116. Right. So yep. there you go. So Myers, you know, finally appears, and they would got some some help from Henry on the tight end. A couple of guys fought five catches and so forth. So I got to go to your Giants, though. I was more impressed by the Giants win than the Patriots Oh, absolutely. Win. It was great. It was great. I couldn't believe it. See, one of the things that really impresses me about Brian Dable and his staff is one thing that hasn't happened for the Giants in a long time, and that's the ability to make halftime adjustments. I mean, the Packers were winning 17-3, to and I'm like, man, this is going to be a long day. I've been, like, texting my friends going, oh, man, they, these guys are forget it. They're just, you know, they're being outclassed. But you know what? At halftime, they come back out, and they only gave up the safety at the end, which they took purposely. Obviously, they didn't want to kick the ball back to Rodgers. But, I mean, Daniel Jones, 21-27 of 27 yesterday. I mean, really outstanding. He's been playing well all year. They haven't really, you, you know, you said to me yesterday, and I said to you, they haven't really put him in a position to have to throw 300 yards. So 21 of 27, 217 yards. Barkley's been great. He's, he's leading the league right now in rushing all-purpose yards, uh, 13 for 70. And Slayton finally appears after, like, a couple weeks of not even really doing anything, 6 for 79. Julian Love had five tackles and one assist. He had an excellent uh, game as well. So, and, and they lost both corners. I tell you, I tell you what, I still managed to win. So I, I tell you why the Giants won. It's because somehow Aaron Rodgers stayed in the United States and Hunter Biden snuck on the plane. <laughs> he looks. My my father said that he goes. He looks just like Hunter Biden. Did you see the doppelganger picture? Could they be. Showed, they showed the guy in the stands. Oh, did they? It, it, the guy looked just like Aaron Rodgers. Maybe it's those magic really mushrooms funny. that Aaron's taking. It's not working so well, I guess. I'm not sure. So uh. He looks disengaged, Rodgers. He doesn't look like he cares. I mean, he, he, he doesn't have Devontae Adams. That's the problem. It was the only, only good receiver he's had. I mean, Randall Cobb is still good, but Randall Cobb is old. Yeah. So next week, the Patriots are, are uh, at, Cleveland. at Cleveland, right? You know, that's going to be an interesting game. It's, it's about stopping Nick Chubb, let's be honest with you. And, and how, who's the worst coach? We'll go through the, all these games. But, I mean, let's talk, continue to talk about the New York teams. Um, yeah, so next week they have Cleveland. So what do, you, how do you, what do you think about that game? Run, run, run. I mean, that's a Stevenson versus Chubb, really. I mean. Run, run, run. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're three-point favorites. The Pats are. The Pats are three-point wow, favorites. Wow, that's interesting on yep. the road. against, against the, Kevin Stefanski is just clueless, but that's all right. Ste- I mean, that's, that's the opening Vegas line. I mean, I don't think they know if Mac Jones is going to play or not, honestly. Uh, I like this kid, Zappy. So, so do I. So do I. I think he's pretty good. Like I said, I want to. I want to hold off the. Uh, let's let him. It, when Mac is healthy, let's uh, let Zappy start and Mac be the backup. Let's let's hold right. off on that for now. Yeah. But I mean, the kid has looked really good. Absolutely. Four one three four four five five nine four three. Give us a call. I know my buddy Mike was going to give us a call down in Maryland today and few other people I know are listening in, so uh, that'd be hey, cool. Hey, Gerard, if you're listening, the Braves are better than the Mets. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like my uh, one of my congregants the other day, because it's been a holiday season for me, and it says to me, oh, I listen to you every Tuesday, and I said, I said, you're the one. <laughs> <laughs> so Josh, say, Josh, if you're listening out there, say, say hi to you. So, but uh, yeah, so anyway, but uh, the thing that really impressed me yesterday was the Chats. Oh, my God. This kid, Brees Hall, they got him in the second round, right? He had 18 carries for 97 yards, two receptions for 100 yards. So, I mean. They, How about Sauce? Yeah, Sauce gets his first pick. He's, he's hilarious, that kid. I mean, he's been, and, and they had a great game. I mean, everybody was tackling. Whitehead had six tackles. Alexander had six tackles, four assists. Mosley had seven tackles, three assists. I mean, the Jets have a lot of talent. When you look at the Jets and the Giants together, the Jets have more talent. Now, whether the coaching is better, I think, I think Dable's a better coach than Salah at this point, at least from what I've seen. They well, like I mean, to play for Salah, though. Yeah, yeah I know. They, they like him. Oh, I know. Oh, yeah. Well, he's a likable guy. I mean, he's a decent guy. He's on all the time. I hear him on radio every week, so he's always interviewed every week on uh, ESPN Radio. So he, he Zach, his... Zach Wilson's starting to look like he can throw a football in the NFL. Yeah. He, he showed some signs. Yeah. And I don't, I don't want to hear this nonsense of, oh, Miami had the third-string quarterback in there. The Jets scored 40 points. Right. Okay, yeah. that's all it counts. They scored 21 in the, third quarter, in the fourth quarter. Zach, 14 of 21 for 210. So, Brees Hall, like I was just saying, um, yeah, I mean, so basically, I mean, the Jets had 322, Miami 295. So, and then the biggest problem for me with yesterday was uh, Miami, five penalties for 105. But then also the Jets had 11 penalties, I believe. Was it with the Miami at 11? Somebody had 11 penalties for 102 yards. I think it was Miami. But, I mean, the penalties yesterday were insane. Do the refs realize that people don't go to football games to watch them? <laughs> Do they realize that that's not, like, we don't want to see a flag every play? Oh, it's ridiculous. It's, it's awful. Especially with DBs now. I mean, DBs have absolutely no 
you know, they have absolutely no way of, of knowing whether they're going to get flagged for an interference penalty no matter what they do on, on the field. I mean, years ago was different, and you can bump guys off the line. Now you can't do that. Once it's five yards, forget it. That's it, you know. So, but, And uh, speaking of penalties, that Brady roughing the passer. Oh, that was ridiculous. That was the biggest bunch of nonsense I've ever seen. And I like the Atlanta Falcons the way they play. I mean, Smith might, they might be the, war, the best you know, two and three team in the league right now. They should have won that game. Of course. I mean, Smith I mean, who, is, he's who, a good coach. Smith's a good coach. Who knows if they would have gone down the field and scored and won, but I mean, that penalty was terrible. What's the guy supposed to do? And he basically just kind of laid Brady down. He didn't hit him that hard. He just no, kind of grabbed no. him. And I mean, if he doesn't hit him, Brady's going to throw a pass. That was ridiculous. Right, that, that call. was terrible. I know. And then Brady at the press conference after the game he goes, "Well, I'm not the one that throws the flags." Well, you advocate for him. That's why I always couldn't stand him. I mean, he was with the that's what I was saying to my dad yesterday. I'm like, Brady, I can see now why. For 20 years, everybody that I knew that hated the Patriots, <laughs> I can see why now, because he is the biggest crybaby in the league. Absolutely, and he just. Like when he got hit, when he got tackled, he's like on the ground, like freaking out. I'm like, what? What do you expect the guy to do? And you think the guy, right? You think the guy, <laughs> with all the money that he has and all the houses, and his, you know, I know he's having some issues with his with his marriage or whatever. Can you get a decent hair dye job, please? I mean, goodness gracious. He looks a little rough oh around the edges, God. doesn't he? It's awful, Dude, man. Dude, just let it go gray for awful. crying out loud. I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Look at him. Going, this guy can't afford a hairdresser? Come on. This is ridiculous. I mean, get get a good dye job, okay? So, he looks like that ghost emoji on the uh, you know, the, the cell phones, right. the, like the, the skeleton. That's that's what he looks like. He looks terrible. He really does. He looks like that ghost emoji. Or not the ghost. I'm sorry. The skeleton. Skeleton emoji. The skeleton emoji. Not the ghost. I'm sorry. The skeleton. It's he right. looks terrible. It's all Halloween, man. It's all good. So, so let's go some of these games yesterday. Okay, Cowboys, twenty-two, Rams, ten. How bad did the Rams look? I mean, I know they have injuries on the line and a bunch of stuff, but they were terrible. Stafford was terrible. Dallas's defense is for real. And every time I see Micah Parsons, I go, he could have been a giant. He should have been a giant. And I think if Dave Gettleman's sitting there and trading the pick away, now look, they got Evan Neal out of it the following year. But man, Micah Parsons is really good. <laughs> He's really good. And they won twenty-two to ten. Their defense is really good, and the kids playing well at quarterback. Cooper Rush, yeah. four and all. Yeah, and you know I got I got to mention one thing, okay? Jerry Jones, a couple weeks ago, they asked him if he would welcome a quarterback controversy, yep. right? And he goes, "Of course I would, because if we <laughs> yeah. have a quarterback controversy, that means we won." <clears throat> I think he was misinterpreted in those comments, because then a few days later he said, "Dax, our guy," but this kid's playing really well. Yeah, and I think Jerry Jones basically was saying, "I want to win, and I don't care who is the quarterback. Right? Who's the quarterback? I want to win." The Dallas defense is just ridiculously it's really good. It's insane. Really, really it's good. Insane. And guess who's running that defense? <laughs> Dan Quinn. Dan, Dan Quinn. Quinn. Twenty-eight to three. Dan Quinn. Twenty-eight to three. Here's your halftime adjustments. Anyway, so yesterday, okay, so Bengals. Bengals lose to the, the, the to the Ravens on the last second field goal by the best field goal kicker in, that I've ever seen, Mr. Tucker, and, and uh, you know just. The Bengals had that game, and they scored, but they left too much time. And then Lamar, I'm like, okay. And I had the Ravens in that game, so I'm glad I won that game. But uh, Lamar, give Lamar a couple minutes, and he was running down the field. And next thing you know, Tucker hits the field goal. They win 19-17. So Eagles are 5-0 and against the Cardinals. The Car- I'm, you know what? Can you believe Kyler Murray is the second-highest-paid quarterback in this league? Kyler Murray is a clown. I mean, he slides you know, behind the first down marker. Like, you know, remember when they said that they, they put in a clause in this contract where you had to have four hours of video yeah, study right, a week, and right. then all of a sudden this whole thing came out, and then they, they pulled that out. But that right there is your example. Come on, it's four that hours awful. of watching cartoons on a Saturday morning. I mean, yeah, so so they missed the last field. I picked the Cardinals that game, so the Eagles are 5-0. and Not that the Eagles have played anybody great, but they are 5-0, and so... Uh, 49ers all over the Panthers. Matt Rule, as I predicted, is if he lost, gone. he's gone. Here's a guy the Giants wanted to sign. <laughs> Carolina gave him more money. He said, okay, I'm not taking the Giants job. I'm going to go to Carolina. And it's been a, a disaster. And I can't really blame him to, altogether. I really can't blame him because, to me, I blame the general manager more for going out and getting Sam Darnold and making worse by going out and getting Baker Mayfield, who's been terrible, too. So so you can fire Matt Rule, but to me, it's about the upper management and the ownership of the, of the Panthers because they just had some problems for years right now. I've been a Baker Mayfield uh, defender over the years. Have you? <laughs> I have. I mean, he almost beat Kansas City. In the playoffs. Too inconsistent for and, me. And you know what, though? Like, he's been really bad. Yeah. And now he's out. 
and Sam Darnold's hurt. They're going with what PJ Tucker is that the guy's name is that their third he's a string basketball player? We're, we're, we're all in the uh, third string quarterbacks are playing. Yeah, you I know. know, it's Matt Rule. Uh, I don't feel bad for him though because they pretty much they you know the uh, owner called him and said hey you're fired but uh, here's a check for forty one million dollars. Saints yeah Saints beat the uh, Seahawks 39-32. Uh, Titans. Uh, just get by the commanders, and at the end, Carson Wentz throws that interception at the line at the end. Why'd you just run the damn ball? Carson Wentz is awful. Yeah, I know. He is awful. Ever since he got hurt, he's been terrible. He was going to win the MVP the year Brady won it, you know, but then he got hurt. Right. I mean, he's ever since he's come back from that injury, he's been terrible. He's been with every he's a different team every year with the Colts and now, and now with, you know, with D.C., but... Uh, Okay, so Titans, uh, so that uh, Titans beat the Seahawks. Uh, excuse me, Titans beat DC, and then Vikings escape against the Bears at home, twenty nine twenty two, scoring a touchdown in the last couple minutes. Do you uh, like Kirk Cousins? No. <laughs> okay, but they're four and one. I like the I like the New York coach though. Coach though, and I, and they do have talent. They do have talent. I mean, they have a, they have a young wide receiver is terrific. I mean, they do have talent. They have talent every year. They're like I call them. They're like Chargers. They're like Chargers East. You know, all all talent and no brains. But now they finally got a, a head coach, I think, who's got it right. So who's getting it right? So we'll we'll see what happens with that team. But uh, how about a couple of weeks ago, right, when Minnesota and New Orleans were in uh, London, yeah. and the NFL goes, "Let's get this game more popular in London. We're going to give you Kirk Cousins and Andy Dalton." Thanks <laughs> a lot, NFL. You know, it's, it's how it's, many teams has Andy Dalton been since he's like drafted the red rifle andy dalton <laughs> red rifle give me a break <laughs> okay so bills all over the oh my god how bad are the steelers i mean how good are the bills i mean josh allen passed for like what almost 300 yards in the first in half. the first half he yeah. passed, passed for 459 yards something like that yesterday watch I, I said you know the game kept going on it's 38 somebody put this another game on please can they please can we have a mercy rule in the nfl where if it's 38 to 3 with a quarter left we just move to the other game so finally they moved to the other game yesterday and watched the end of uh, some of the other games, but I mean, uh, it was the Chargers game, the Browns game. We'll talk about that in a second. But Can we, Speaking of the Steelers, yeah, yeah. right? Okay, so I listen to a lot of national sports radio on Sirius oh, XM, yeah, right? Course. And uh, it's really funny. Mike Tomlin has not had a losing season. That's right, right. In his entire coaching career. And they lose that bad to the Bills, and now all the Steelers fans are calling for him to get fired. He should not be fired. How stupid are you? Come on, yeah, Mitch Trubisky and Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett is a rookie for crying out loud. How did, you, have you seen any of Kenny Pickett the other day? I mean, I can't. I can't really figure the guy out yet. Let's 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 give him some time. You know, seriously. I don't. I don't like a quarterback that throws with a glove on his hand. <laughs> I, I just something about that bothers me. He just got off the golf course. He wants to get on the. On but the you know what though? Field. If Mike Tomlin got fired, twenty nine other teams oh, would call him. Of course. And I've seen and look. I, there's been games over the years where I've disagreed with a lot of the decisions that Tomlin has made, but you can't argue with his record. Seriously, I mean the Steelers every year. You know they're kind of like the Cardinals. You know they have a really good organization, have a winning organization every year, um, and that's the thing. You know you have. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the baseball Cardinals, obviously, but I mean that's the type of consistency that the Steelers have had over the years. So that was it was shocking. You know, and he he came right out in his press conference yesterday. I listened to him and he said, you know, we got our asses whipped, basically, with what he said and so much. But uh, and then yesterday the Bucks and the Falcons. The Falcons lose twenty. 15 on that ridiculous, controversial, terrible, stupid, roughing the passer. Stupid. They might be the best two and three team, like I said, in the league. And I think Smith's a really good coach. So Jags at home score six points against the Texans. The Texans win 13 to six, their first win of the year. What a pathetic performance by the Jags. And then we have to talk about which coach is a bigger idiot, Kevin Stefanski or Brandon Staley. I mean, Staley decides. Well, at least at least Staley got the win. I mean, he escaped with Look, the win. Look, if the Browns had any kind of field goal kicker, okay, and that was a long field goal, they would have lost. This was his decision, okay? Third down and th- it was third down and three, okay, and they and they throw the no, they ran the ball, and I guess I, I don't know if it was Eck or one of the other guys, and and they and they ran the ball, they didn't get the first down, so it's now fourth down and two, okay? You're up by two, you're basically at midfield. Okay, there's about, what, a minute and a half left of the game, something like that, a little bit more maybe perhaps. And he doesn't punt the ball, he decides to go for it. And they throw the ball 10 yards down the field for incompletion. Why don't you just 
come up with a short play for two yards rather than throwing the ball down the field. So instead of running the ball and using more clock, they throw the ball, incomplete, clock stops, Cleveland gets the ball back in midfield, and they're ready to go in for a winning field goal. You're not up by five or six. You're up by two. You pump the ball, and you make Cleveland come down the field. I was talking to my dad the other day about like Aaron Rodgers. Like He needed like a third and two, and he throws a bomb. Down the field wasn't even close. It's like, what are you doing? And then Stefanski, to, and then Stefanski, the Browns are going in for the winning score. All they need is a field goal to win the game. And Ber- and, and and Jacoby Brissett, who had a really good game, comes up and throws an interception in the end zone. You have Nick Chubb there. Give him the ball. Let him run. Run! What the hell are you doing? Kareem Hunt's still putting, uh, still on the Browns, right? Yeah. So put, they have the the best running back tandem in the yeah, NFL. I you're, think you're putting the game in the hands of uh, Jacoby Brissett instead of the, instead of basically well, arguably the best running back in the league. That's stupid. Just ridiculous. And then last night too, Oakland is up seventeen nothing. I keep calling them Oakland. The Vegas Raiders are up seventeen to nothing against Kansas City, and uh, Kansas City I knew would come back. And at the end of the game, Josh McDaniels decides he's going to go for two to try to win the game, okay? They, they missed the two-point conversion. There's four minutes left in the game. Now, was that a good decision to go for two with four minutes? Not at all. Because the defense stopped Kansas City. And I didn't understand Eric Bieniemy's call. Third down and three, you throw the ball down the field. Let Mahomes run up quarterback option. You've got a, the most mobile quarterback in the league, for crying out loud, besides Jackson and Daniel Jones, maybe, and, and maybe Kyler Murray. And just, they decide to throw Clock stops. Raiders get the ball back. On a fourth down and one, okay? And last night, their leading rusher got like 140 yards last night. The, the Raiders uh, last night. And they threw the ball down the field. Incomplete. Fourth and one. That was it. Game over. I couldn't believe it. They were going for the winning field goal. And he throws the ball on fourth and one. After they were running and running and running the whole time. It, it just made no sense at all. So I couldn't figure I could not figure out. Some of the some of the coaching decisions last night, by you know by uh, by McDaniel's, by Stefanski, by Staley, who I can't stand. Staley will cost. He'll cost the Chargers another game or two this season with his dopey decisions. Now you what's, could, you what's with the curse of the Chargers though? They just can't stay healthy. Yeah, they're just injuries, 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 injuries every year. Yeah, Boss is is injured now, and you know J.C. Jackson hasn't been particularly too good since they signed him to that huge contract too. So I mean, yeah, it's again, it's uh, the West Coast all 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 talent and no brains, and I, that's been the Chargers for years. It really has. They find ways to lose. They never find ways to win. They actually won, but the guy missed a field goal. Dan, that comes down to a lot of games. I understand in the NFL, but just decision not to punt and make Cleveland go all the way down the field. I just, I just didn't understand it. So Brandon Staley is the uh, Aaron Boone of the NFL. I think <laughs> Mr. Analytics. Yeah, we'll see what happens with the Yankees. We'll talk about more. We'll get into baseball and stuff. And by the way, Philly Dallas this weekend. Yes. That's going to be a hell of a game. That'll be a great game, yeah. And I, by the way, I did pick Philly to win that division, remember? I know on you our, did. On our I fi- know you did. Yeah. I think Jalen Hurts is pretty damn and good. I picked, I picked Dallas, right? You picked you picked Philly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, he's playing well. I never, you know, he played for, I mean, I'm, I'm a Bama guy. He played for Alabama. And he was a pretty good player at Alabama, but uh, he's playing well. And they look, they, they, they went out and they got, you know, Brown and, and Smith they drafted. You know, they wanted to draft Smith. The Giants wanted to draft Smith, but obviously Philly moved up and, and took Smith. And they, he's... You know, look, they have, there's a ton of talent on that team, and on the defensive side too. The ball, so I still have to and tell the young you, coach is a good coach, you know. So I know you're going to argue with me, but I still have to tell you, I think Daniel Jones is really bad. <laughs> I really do. No, I, I, I don't. Think I he's don't bad think. He, I think he's terrible. I, I, I really do. Why? He was 21 for 27 yesterday. What's wrong with that? I just don't think he's that good of a quarterback. I think he's got tunnel vision. Yeah, he, but he, he, oh, okay, he, he drops back it. in the pocket and he sees one guy and there's multiple okay. receivers open and he doesn't look at the other guys. He sees one guy. I know. And if he doesn't, if that guy doesn't get open, he runs. He's he's a pretty good runner. He's a good athlete. And I will give him credit for this weekend, for Sunday, with a busted up ankle. He came out and played, and he played really well. He like, did. Like, you and I were texting back and forth. He's okay. He Look, the, the coaching staff is a good coaching staff, and they've put him in a position to, to win. Kafka's put him in a position to, to win and not make mistakes. So he, he's obviously learning when he doesn't have anybody to throw down the field, either throw to his outlet receiver or run, or run down the field. Now, he's, he's terrible. I'm sorry, but he's terrible. He's not terrible. He's yeah. had a good year. You're not 21 and 27, and and, and that's not terrible. It's really good. Nah, he's, he's he's terrible. Nobody gave him any chance to win that game yesterday, especially when they were down 17-3. I'm and just trying to rattle your. I know, I know. But, <laughs> look, the fact <laughs> of the matter is, my team's four and one. Anyway, we're going to take a break. We'll come back and talk some baseball. Give us a call four one three four four five. 
5943 right here on WTBR Sports Talk with Cronin and the Zook. And uh, we'll take these messages and then we shall return with more. Did you know that just 30 minutes a day of physical activity can improve your health and decrease your risk of heart disease? Walking is an easy way to start. For every hour of regular vigorous exercise, you can gain two hours of life expectancy. So start walking for yourself. Start walking with your family. Start walking with your friends. Start walking in your community. Start walking. Start something. Join the movement today. For more information on the American Heart Association's START program, visit heart.org slash start. Larry Krepke here from Nothing But Old 45s, inviting you to check out my brand new show here on WTBR called Sweet Country Music. Some of the best country music ever recorded, like Dolly Parton, Alan Jackson, Patsy Cline, and a lot more. Plus, every show contains a comedy segment that'll put a smile on your face. Sweet Country Music, 11 a.m. Sunday mornings here on 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio. Hola, hola. I'm Daisy. Yo soy Marta. Whether you want to learn a little Spanish or get a glimpse of our wonderful Latin roots, join us as we celebrate Latin culture with music from genres ranging from salsa to bachata. Gain insight on local news, community information, and very special guests. Only on Mundo Latino. Welcoming listeners of all nations on WTBR 89.7 FM. Support for Mundo Latino comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union. Check it out, it's the Terminator. Hey, when'd you get back, huh? Did you have to shoot anyone? Why are you so distant? Are you not happy to see me? So what's the deal? You gonna get a job now or what? Why are you being so jumpy? Put all that stuff behind you, okay? No one knows what it's like to come back from Iraq or Afghanistan unless they were there. Join other veterans at communityofveterans.org because we know where you're coming from. Brought to you by Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America and the Ad Council. Hello, Phil Tierney here, the host of Berkshire Jazz, where I play all the young tigers and old lions of jazz every Saturday evening from 8 to 10 on WTBR 89.7, Pittsfield Community Radio. Join me Saturday at 8. And if you know someone who likes and enjoys this great American classical music, tell them about us. Spread the word. Jazz is alive and well on WTBR 89.7. Thanks for listening. No messing around. Just 100% pure raw. Unplug your appliances. We need the power. WTBR. All right, welcome back to Cronin and the Zuck. Here we go. How about those Mets? <laughs> Max! Max Scherzer, oh my God! Oh, those mats, man. Boot off the mound, forty-three million. Hey, Max, give your forty-three million to charity. I mean, talk about spitting the bit against the Braves and <laughs> against the Padres. Oh my God, unbelievable! I mean, you talk about, you know, they had a ten-game lead, and and the, look, the Braves are better. Let's be honest, the Braves wipe them in three games. They come home and they beat the lousy Nationals, and then they go up against at home against the Padres. And, I mean, he spit the bit. Uh, he was awful. And the Mets' bats were dead. I know DeGrom pitched fairly well in the, the other game. I mean, six innings. But then he brings in Diaz in the seventh seventh inning of game. Did you, did you like that move? I thought that, seventh was, inning? I thought that was stupid. Terrible. Why terrible. Did you just DeGrom's up against the 8-9 and one batter's the next inning. Let DeGrom come back. What is this, this ridiculousness of not being able to pitch or start more than six innings? It's just absurd, you know? It's like Adam Shine said, does Tommy Trumpets play Taps, because bye bye Mets. One hit, one hit, one hit in Game Three, and let's Terrible. give the, let's give the Padres some credit. Okay, the seven, eight, and nine hitters are unbelievable. I mean, this this guy played center field, played center field for them. This guy was hitting one eighty four this season. You give the Padres a chance against the Dodgers? Absolutely, I do. I I, you know I love I love this the one starting Soto pitching. Move. Yes. What 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 was that whole charade with Buck? Oh my God! With with you know having them check his ears. Musgrove's ears, and did you see what McCutcheon said? No, no, Andrew, no. you know Andrew McCutcheon, right? He, yeah, yeah. He, cool. he he put out a tweet. He said that uh, a lot of pitchers put icy hot on their ears, right? Because it burnt. He said it burns like heck, and it makes them concentrate more. And you know Musgrove's fastball velocity was up maybe like a half a tick, and his RPMs on his fastball were up like a little bit, and uh, maybe he was just amped. 
It's the postseason. Yeah. You know, I mean, that, I, I think what Buck Showalter did was Bush League. That was, I mean, that was, was, that was really, well, I think really ridic- terrible. I think it's ridiculous that every time a pitcher comes off the mound, he has to check the glove with the, with the umpire. I think it's just absolutely ridiculous. But they took three minutes. I know. It's just. Okay, I mean, just, usually, like, you know, when, when the pitcher walks off the mound, they're going to check him. They say, here's my glove. Okay, check the glove. Check your hand. Okay, you're good. Takes but about, stop takes with that. About six stop. Seconds. It's but stop st- checking it's... the glove. I mean, if you have a suspicion that a guy's using a foreign substance on the baseball, that's fine. Like, when I was a kid, Gaylord Perry, he did everything. <laughs> I mean, he had scratch pads and, you know, he used every substance you could think of and get away with it on the top of his, you know, under his, the brim of his cap. I mean, fine. That's fine, okay? He he was he was a guy that cheated. We People knew that, okay? If you're suspicious of it, that's fine. But to keep checking the glove every time a guy walks off the mound, it's just become absolutely ridiculous looking. It's stupid. You ask most hitters in the league, though, they would tell you that they'd rather a pitcher use something to get a better grip on the ball. Like, you know, when it's cold? You mean like Garrett Cole? Like Garrett Cole's spider tack? Spider attack. But pitchers say, I don't want to, or hitters say, I don't want to stand in the box. Guy's throwing 99 miles an hour and he doesn't know where the ball is going to go. Right. Like they would rather these pitchers use something so they can get a grip on it. It, it's just, it was really what bad. What about a rosin bag? I used rosin for years. I mean, it's just, you know, I mean, it was something that people went out and just went behind the mound and your pitcher grabbed the rosin bag and then went out and started pitching again. So, so anyway, so the Phils beat. The Cardinals. The Cardinals scored two runs in two games. How do you? I, I thought the Cardinals were going to beat them. The Phillies are dangerous. They hit home runs. Let's be honest. This is about hitting home runs and, and starting pitching. This is what it's been about. It hasn't even been about bullpens. It's been about starting pitching. Here's the Cardinals up two nothing, and and they get they lead in the bottom of the eighth. And what do they do? Allow six runs in the ninth inning and lose the game. I couldn't believe it. How about that Mariners game? Oh, that was unbelievable. How bad How bad was the Blue Jays manager? I mean, what a choke job. Romano comes in in the eighth inning with the bases loaded, and then he brings it back in again, and he stinks again. Oh, my God. I tell you. <laughs> was that Sean McDonough on the call in that game? This is the most incredible yeah, game I've yeah. ever seen. And it was. I mean, they're down 8-1 to one in the sixth. Six. The sixth yeah. Right. I texted you, and I said, man, this game's over. You know? yeah. yeah. This game's over. And God, he, why did he take Gallusman out? He gave up a three-run home run. So what? Leave the guy in. He took him out early. And, and, and again, it's about, you know, these managers. They overmanage. They micromanage. It's like, just let the guy pitch. He was pitching a good game. So you gave him one lousy three-run home run, and he, he took him out. And I couldn't believe, I could not believe, because I had the Jays in that series. I don't like the Mariners lineup. I mean, I don't give them much of a prayer against Houston, I'll be honest with you, except for the fact that their starting pitching is pretty good. Castillo was really good. And let's be honest, I mean, the Yankees, did, you know, they didn't want to give a Volpe for Castillo, but Castillo was really good. I yeah. do like to see new blood in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, like, I, love, I love the Mariners are in for the first time in 21 years. I think it's great. Right. No, it's great. Like, like you said, I don't, I don't think they have a chance against the Astros. I mean, the Astros. Well, they just, have a chance, but I, but, you I, know. I don't think they do. I mean, you're going to have to face Verlander twice. Yeah, I mean, that, let's be honest. It, it's not a great lineup. You look at the the, uh, the Mariners lineup, and it's it's really not that great. I mean, these guys don't hit for great averages. Nobody hits for great averages anymore. But you know, it's not it's not a tremendous lineup. It's not a great hitting lineup. They rely on you know pitching, D bullpen, and so forth. Same same kind of thing that you know a lot of other teams that Tampa did all year, and Tampa gets knocked out. How about how about Cleveland? Terry Francona does more with less than any manager I've ever seen. That team builds over 50% of their team is built by their farm system. And, you know, um, Mark Charnoff, who was the program director for over 30 years at WFN, his son is the general manager of the Cleveland Indians. He's done a fantastic job. And I'm, I, I'm telling you, the Indians will, will surprise the Yankees. And I, I, I'm not saying the Yankees can't win because mean, the Yankees mean, should win. Do you mean the Guardians? Oh, yeah, I keep calling them the Indians. <laughs> you know what? The name is so stupid. So it's stupid. too stupid. I can't stand political correctness. You know that. You know, I don't know what, I'm, what I've been more upset with as a, as a lifelong Red Sox fan, getting rid of Orsillo or getting rid of Francona. You know, yeah, Don's Don's doing the San Diego games, and when he was take when he took over as a San Diego announcer, they were terrible. Now they're pretty good, right? Don Orsillo was the best. Was the him and Remy? Yeah, the, the, that was the best good combination. Team. Good team. And, and now X gone. X retired. Right. You know, so it's just I don't know what was worse, Orsillo or Francona. So do you give you give Cleveland a chance against the Yankees? I want to ask you a question about okay. something. Okay. okay. So Garrett Cole's going to pitch tonight. Yes, correct. And it was a uh, flip flop. Decision. It was a toss-up, either him or Nestor Cortez. What does that say about Cole, and what does that say about Cortez? Cortez had an insanely really good year. And, you know, you and I talked throughout the summer about how he hasn't, you know, he's going to exceed his innings limit. That he, Like, he's going to throw more innings than he ever has. What does that say to you? 
that that you know it was like a yesterday Boone announced that. What do, what what does that say to you, Robbie? Like, I mean, Cole gave up 33 homers this year. He gives up a lot of home runs. He does way too many, way too many. I mean, it, that's the problem for me. He's he, I don't trust him. I don't. I would have started Nestor Cortez in this game. I might have even started Nestor Cortez and started Seve. I mean, but Cole, you're paying the guy $36 million a year for crying out loud. He's got to pitch first. Is he worth that for a 350 ERA? Of course not. It's ridiculous. And he fooled. Look, I believe seriously that he pretty much pulled the wool over the eyes of the uh, Yankees organization with the spider attack because you look at his numbers in Houston. Oh, my God, what a difference. Rotation, everything is rotation, a spin rate, everything is, is is completely different. Well, he still throws 99 miles an hour, but it's all flat now. Yeah, but it's flat. Look, I remember Andy Hawkins pitched for the Yankees. He used to pitch 100 miles an hour, and he got tagged so much. I think George Steinbrenner said, he, he said players were going to get hurt out there if they left Hawkins in the game. So, yeah, you can throw 100 miles an hour, but if you're throwing 100 miles an hour flat. And also, too, the other thing about Cole is pitch selection. Like, I've seen him throw sliders on 0-2 counts that where the ball is over the plate and the guy smacks it to, you know, to the opposite field. It's just pitch selection sometimes they don't understand. So, and how about a roll this Chapman, that dingaling? What he's happened? Not, what happened? He went, down to, he went down to Florida instead of being around. So they said, forget it. So he's not on the active roster. $17 million, goodbye. That's the last we've seen of the Roldis Chapman. We should have seen the last of him a long time ago. So goodbye, good riddance. And the fact of the matter is with the Yankees, they do not have a reliable closer. Let's be honest. They don't. The Yankees should have cut him when he got that tattoo oh, on his oh, leg and got an infection. That the was guys, just, the, just stupid. Just the guy's a clown. The guy makes terrible decisions. The guy's a clown. He really is. I mean, he really is a clown. But I, but I think it, the Guardians have a chance. I really do. I think they have a chance. I mean, so do I, I think they're, they're playing with house money. They really are. They have nothing to lose. They're the youngest team in the major leagues. And then Terry, like, yeah, like Terry Francona just does an amazing job. He really does. Their know? bullpen is superior. Who, you mean the, the, the Guardians? Their bullpen is better than the Yankees' yeah, bullpen. Yeah, they are. The, the Yankees' bullpen is more full of question marks. I mean, ridiculous. Like the Riddler costume. you got all these question marks. Is it going to be Holmes? Is it going to be Loisica? Is it going to be Trevino? Who's going who's to close games? And I have no idea, honestly. Is Britton on the roster, or is, did he get a setback? I don't, you know, I don't know if Britton's on the roster. I didn't see that. Okay. I didn't see. Yeah, I have to look at the, I have to look at the roster. If they the, could get him back healthy, that'd be huge. Yeah, when he's on, he's on. Yeah, he's but he, well, he's a ground ball guy. He can get you double plays. The problem with him is he walks the world. As soon as he comes on, his control is problems, and he walks guys. So, to me, Jonathan Lewis guy has the best stuff of anybody out of that bullpen. But you know what? He's not had a good year, and he didn't have a good year last year. He's had control problems, too. He's another guy that walks guys. So, anyway, 413-445-5943. Give us a call. We'd love to talk to you about baseball, football, and anything else you want to talk about. So, here's the matchups, okay? Here's the matchups we got. All right, so Braves take on... The Phils. Who do you like in that series? I like the Braves. Okay, me too. I really do. I mean, the Phillies are dangerous. Yes, I agree. But ever since they fired Girardi, I mean, they just gave uh, the interim manager a two-year contract extension today. Did you see that? Oh, to Robbie Thompson? Yeah. yeah he's a good piece. And he deserves it. Yeah, absolutely. He, he was a very it. good assistant. He was a very good um, you know, assistant uh, coach with, with the Yankees uh, when Booney was there. So the problem, with the, Phillies, the problem with the Phillies is they've had a terrible bullpen for a lot Long of years. Time. Their bullpen is awful. It's awful. The Braves, they're just their starting rotation is really good. They're you know they got Acuna. I mean, they, I just think the Braves are a better team. Yeah, they also have to me the most underrated player in the league, Dansby Swanson. That kid's terrific. Had a wonderful year, and I, I love Alzi Albies and the, obviously Riley at third. You know, third at third and Olsen. I mean, they have just a. I can't stand Marcelo Ozuna. A ton of talent. I, I really can't do. stand Ozuna. <laughs> I really can't stand that. It's guy. another good player, though. I mean, they have good. He players. He is a good player, but you know, I can't stand him. You know, and we can't forget about Rosario too. He's terrific too. So who's, yeah. who's the pitcher with the mustache? Is it Hunter Stricker? They just gave him like a seventy-five million dollar oh, contract, contract extension yeah, yeah. today, but he's really good. I mean, I, I think the Braves are... So Braves, Phillies, okay, so you like the Braves, you both like yep. the Braves. Padres, Dodgers. Dodgers. I like the Dodgers, too. I just like their depth, and I like I like their just Mookie Betts and Trey Turner. You can't find too many better players. They might have the two best players in the National League, for granted. I mean, they're really both excellent players. It's like everybody says the Dodgers could run out their backup lineup and right. it'd still be an all-star lineup. I mean, they won 110 games. Let's, I mean, let's be honest, some of that, the teams in that division are lousy, but okay, so you, uh, we both like the Yankees, or do you like Cleveland? I like the Yankees. I I'm do. telling you, I'm, Cleveland scares me. You know why? Because they have good young starting pitching. And here's the deal, okay? Matt Carpenter is going to play. He's on the roster. He's going to be a DH, okay. right? I, yeah. Well, I don't even know if he's going to DH because Stanton is going to DH. So, so yeah. the, right. So the thing is that with Matt Carpenter, 
what do you do? Do you put him in the lineup? Do you? Do you I mean, you got to get his left. Look, they they lack left-handed bats. Let's face it. Ben, I don't know if Benny's on the roster or not. I don't know if Benny's back or not. I, I don't think so. I didn't hear Benny's name as far as being on the roster. I'm pretty sure I read the Carpenter's going to be like a pinch hitter. Okay. So okay. So so all right. So that means that Stanton's going to DH. Okay. Yeah. Fine. So you're going to have Bader at center, right? And you're going to have Judge in right. So who's your who's your who's your left fielder now? All Aaron right. Hicks? Here comes the Judge. You know. Aaron Hicks, good lord. lord. I'm glad he's your problem. <laughs> My God, that guy's awful. He's Hicks, just not Hicks a one to the sticks. Yeah. He's just not a good baseball player. He's well, really not. He's, he, he used to be a you know, have a you know big arm and you know look he's a he's a two thirty lifetime hitter. Okay, I mean let's be honest. I mean he's not a great player. And but Cashman thought he was the greatest thing since sliced bread. I mean it's amazing. You know? Give him that million Yeah, hate to use that cliche. Just came up, rolled off my mind. But okay, so so we like the Dodgers, we like the Braves, we like the Yankees, and then it comes down to Houston. And we both said that we like Houston over the Mariners. I just think Houston's really talented. I would love to see the Mariners win that series. I so, think. Oh, so I think I, it would be kidding really me? fun. Absolutely. Yankees would get if the Yankees win, they would get. I'm telling you though, Cleveland is a dangerous team. Why? They're the youngest team. They're playing with house money. They have nothing to lose. And the thing about the Yankees, and again, we talk about left-handed batters all the time. Anthony Rizzo is the most important bat, I believe, in this lineup because he's going to bat behind Judge. Okay? They're probably going to bat Judge second. They'll probably bat Rizzo third. Okay. And Stanton fourth, probably, I, I would think, that particular lineup. So they're going to take Judge out of the leadoff spot. Oh, yeah. That's right. That, that whole thing. The reason they did that was to, to get, try to get more to get bats. 62. To try to get 62. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. got you. And congratulations to Aaron Judge. It was unbelievable. It really was. I must have played that 60 second home run a million times. It was very exciting. How about the guy that jumped off the second? Oh. <laughs> did you see that? Yeah. It was so funny. He was thrown out of the stadium. Once I found out he wasn't hurt, I was like, all right, that was pretty funny. You know, but, I was thrown out of Yankee Stadium one time. I told you that story. Yeah. So why did the guy that ha- that caught the ball have to be like a hedge fund manager? Like he's like a financial just guy. Keep, like he's oh, like a right, millionaire. Right, I heard why that. couldn't it have gone to like a guy like me or you, like a blue right. collar guy? Yep, you know, exactly. like it has to be a guy like that that has to catch that ball. Crazy, I was like, right? come on, man. You know, and give him the ball for crying out loud. Give him the ball. You know, he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet. I'll give him the ball for God's sakes, but put it in the Hall of Fame. That's ridiculous. You know well, what? They if say I the ball's worth $2 million. Whatever. If I caught that ball, you know what? I'd, I'd go up to Aaron Judge and say, listen, when you get your new contract next year, send me a check, okay? Here's the ball. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you, you can't blame a guy. But this is a guy who's a rich guy. What's the big deal? He's got plenty of money. It's not like he needs another million dollars. Right. Give him the ball for crying out loud. Have you been? You've been to the Baseball Hall of Fame, right? Give him a ball for... Three million, been, three million. I've been to Cooperstown three times. Why don't we, why don't we take a ride up there sometime? I would love to. Let's I just love go. it there, man. I know. It's so fun. Sue, Sue and I went there for a bunch of years ago, not too long ago, and then we had a beautiful place. It was a bed and breakfast. It was gorgeous. It's just a gorgeous little town. which is awesome. So I went to the uh, yeah. wooden bat, the Louisville Slugger bat, where they make right, the bats, right, yeah. and I got my I got my name engraved oh. on the bat. Oh, there you go. I got uh, uh, born September nineteenth, nineteen eighty five, Landstuhl, Germany. Like where, you know. Oh, that's nice. It's pretty man. cool. Yeah. Oh, no, that's very Cooperstown cool. Cooperstown is really cool. Oh, it's awesome. It's a. It's uh. if you love baseball. I know, and I keep telling Gerard. I keep telling Gerard. I said he's got to get his ass up here and come. But we were going to all get together maybe and take a ride up to the Baseball Hall of Fame. I mean, he, I told him he really should. So let's go, man. I would love to go. Absolutely. Hey, listen, you want to help shape the future of Pittsfield Community Television and WTBR FM? Please help us out by taking the Pittsfield Community TV and WTBR Community Survey online. This is what you do: you go to survey.pittsfieldtv.org. Again, that's survey.pittsfieldtv.org. And the survey will take less than 10 minutes, and you'll be a pivotal in telling us what you would like to see and hear more here at uh, WTBR. So uh, that's pittsfield.pittsfieldtv.org. So we have a great website anyway. But, uh, yeah, I'd like to see what's another hour of Conan the Zook. How's that sound? Okay, here we go. Special guest tonight. But, uh, anyway, yeah, I mean, uh, it's going to be interesting. The baseball is going to be really interesting. And uh, so your World Series prediction is, sir. Okay, so, like, all right, so the Braves will play the Dodgers. Like? I got Dodgers-Astros. You got Dodgers Astros. I, I think the Astros are better than the Yankees. I, I'm, I'm, I'm the dummy who picked. The, I'm the dummy who picked the Mets to be in the World Series. So I picked them too. I did. So did my buddy Pat Boyle. In fact, Pat and I were texting back and forth. You know, my buddy from the fan and uh, Pat and I were texting back and forth. And he says, "I know. I feel like he says, you know, we both picked the Mets to get to the World Series because I felt they were built, you know, in a way that was, you know, timely hitting and quality starting pitching. I thought that would be the the, the key and the formula to getting to the World Series. But boy, do they." Ch- what a I, choke job! Boy. I've been saying for months. If, if they get if they get Degrom back, Scherzer, Degrom, and then Bassett, who was terrible, 
Did you see but, Bassett? Both 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 hits for the first three runs that Bassett gave up were both two out hits. But I said if you got to beat Degrom and Scherzer in a in a short series, you got to beat one of them twice. You don't have a chance. I really thought the Mets were going to go to the World Series. So did I. What a what an insane disappointment. Buck just can't get it done. Buck just doesn't he get it done. Can't get it done in the, in the postseason. postseason. Nope. nope. And bringing Diaz in the seventh, but it really shows you how desperate he was as far as not trusting anybody out of the bullpen. Let's face it, the bullpen was lousy. And I'm not going to blame. Look, I'm not blaming Buck because Scherzer stunk. I'm not blaming Buck because Bassett stunk. I'm not blaming Buck because the Mets got one hit. Okay. Now, this is th- on Billy Epler and the ownership. This is he, what it's on. Okay. Now, do you think Buck made that decision to bring Diaz? In? Of course, they hired a, a of lot course. of analytical no, coaches. No. I mean, do you think that was Buck's That's decision? That's totally his decision because okay. he doesn't trust anybody else in the bullpen. He All doesn't, right. you know. But I mean, I just couldn't believe the decision. Bring him seventh, and then and then he brings him back in in the eighth after after sitting there for like forty minutes in the free. And his, and I don't I don't know. Maybe it was like thirty something minutes. He sat there between innings when the Mets finally scored some runs, and it's freezing cold outside. He got guy could have got hurt. The guy honestly could have got hurt. That was really stupid. I, I, I honestly it was really stupid. And then he takes him out, and then here comes out of veto. And next thing you know, the Padres are threatening. Mister Frisbees. Mister. Out of veto. I just yeah. I, it you know he stunk with the Red Sox. He stunk with the. He was good with the Yankees for the first year, and then he, was he had awful. a good regular season with the Mets. He did though. have even better. Very good really season. good regular. He season. did. He did very well. Yep, he really did well. So uh, you know when I got sick of John Shambi though, you know the announcer of that game. You know, and the polar bear coming up. Now. The polar bear. Pete Alonzo, the polar bear. I'm like, all right, we get it. Why? Here's we know his nickname. You don't have to announce it 12 times every five seconds. Here's we another question it, I have for you. Why can't they let the local announcers do baseball games in the postseason? Why do we have to put up with the, some of these uh, these these uh, broadcasts? And I like the TBS uh, you know, broadcast team. I mean, I like Ronnie Darling and those guys. But, I mean, it would be nice to hear – the actual announcers that do the games all year for my team. So I'm, you know, I'm going to tune in to John Sterling and Susan Waldman while the games are going on and, and watch the TV probably. So That's what I like about the NBA, the, the, at least the first round. They let the hometown announcers call the first round. Yep. It's like I like hearing Mike Gorman and Brian Scalabrini, well, right. you know, and, and it used to be uh, – God, man, I just had a mind slip there. Oh, which, on which broadcast? The, the Celtics Oh, the Celtics, broadcast. yeah, yeah. But I, I like hearing the local guys. It wasn't Johnny Most. Why they fiddle the popsy bops? <laughs> Johnny Most. That's all you. Tommy. Just... Tommy. Oh, Tom. It's a Tommy right. point. You know, I, I liked hearing those guys call the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. I've been working on my Kevin Harlan because I love listening to Kevin on Monday Night Football. So instead of watching the TV, sometimes I'll watch, but I'll put I'll put Kevin Harlan on. That's why you sexy move by Sean Fulton for two yards. <laughs> Come on, that's all you're gonna give me is two yards. Two Come yards. on, man. Come on, man. You're killing me. Yes, here. it's three yards on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> by Sean Cronin right here in Kansas City. <laughs> the guy gets so excited. He must come home and say, Hi, honey, I just saw the game here on Monday night. I'm so excited still. They have a great post game, too. The post game was really good last night. I listened to that as well. Who do the Giants have this week? The Giants, um, they play. Goodness gracious. I'm, like, oh, I'm, drawing, I'm drawing. Isn't that crazy? I'm drawing a blank. I'm drawing a total blank. I'm supposed to know this stuff. I got the paper here. I'll look at it. Well, no, I'm, I'm trying to remember. Isn't that funny? It just totally, just complete. Oh, yeah. It was, uh, Seattle. Is it Seattle? I'm looking. Is it the Seahawks? Up. Hey, how about Geno Smith? Yeah, they lost last week, but he's putting points he's play, on the he's board. Play, he's played very well. He's, he's played, played very well. Really Pete, well. Pete Carroll's done a very good job this season with that team. He really has. They're very competitive, and they've, they've won a few games. So, yeah. I really question Pete Carroll. I'm like going, he's 71 years old. Why would he want to undertake a rebuild? But you know what? They're actually a pretty decent. Is he seventy one already? Seventy one. I, I wish I looked that good and had. I hope if I ever get to seventy one, I look that good and have that much energy. So they have the Ravens. Oh, that's right. The, that's right. I was going to say they have the Ravens because they got uh, they got to design some Lamar Jackson defense, and he got Wink going against his old team. So so he'll Raven, come. Up, yeah, Ravens are five and a half point favorites in that game uh, on the road against the Giants. Yep. Wow. Over-under is 43 I and can't half. believe they're favored by that much or even favored with the Giants being 4-1 and the Ravens are, what, 3-2? and two? The Ravens' defense all of a sudden showed up this past weekend. Yeah, about time, right? They've been terrible. Their defense has been awful. And also, too, yesterday in the game that they won, Harbaugh makes some bad decisions, and uh, but they they ended up winning the game. So, you know, he gets, he gets away with some dumb decisions sometimes, I have to be honest with you. so I'm not a fan of either Harbaugh. 
<laughs> Jim is a real jerk, isn't he? He's a you know you know you know, you know <laughs> good coach, funny. good coach, but kind of a jerky guy. He was a jerky guy when he was a player too. So you know, the first NFL game I ever went to was at the old Foxborough Stadium. It was Drew Bledsoe against Jim Harbaugh. It was Patriots Colts, and we were sitting on these awful seats. Oh, and, yeah. oh my God, it was it was brutal weather conditions. But just I've never liked the Harbaugh's. And it was especially all those years when it was like it seemed like it was every other year it was Patriots Ravens in the in the uh, AFC Championship game. I just I can't stand those guys. So you so you got so okay so just going back to the baseball for a second. So you got you got Houston and the uh, and the Dodgers. That should be that's, a, that's that, my pick. That should be a hell. That would be a hell of a World Series. And who's so who's winning it all? Dodgers. I got to go with the Dodgers. Okay. You know I don't think the Dodgers are going to be considered legit in this run. Unless they win a World Series on a 162-game season. They won I mean, 110 games, which is pretty amazing. Right, but they, they won a World Series on a 60-game season in 2020. Right, right, which I, is, I, is I, BS I, anyway, right. I think they need to win one with 162 games. Yes, yeah, I agree. And, and I think Dave Roberts is one of the worst managers. Oh, I think baseball. he's terrible, but, you know, they, but the talent is so good there, you know. And we you know what's interesting. You used to talk about the Dodgers all the time about how they build their farm system and how they build players within the organization. Do you know there's maybe two guys that came up from the organization playing for them in their starting line? The rest of them are free agent signings and trades. So, you know, it's not like it's not like the homegrown Dodgers anymore. You know, it's not like that anymore. You know, but they, they except al- for their pitching, their pitching's homegrown. So they always a seem, lot of it is. They always seem to have the highest payroll. And one of the top ten farm systems. <laughs> Trevor, it's ridiculous. What's his name? Not even pitching, and they signed him for two years. Remember, they gave him that ridiculous forty million dollar contract, yeah. and he's been suspended for two years for being a, a jerk, which which he basically is. But uh, oh, Trevor Bauer, yeah, yeah, Trevor Bauer, yeah. yeah. He's a I can't stand him. I know I can't stand him either, you know. Remember it's, when remember when uh when he was with Cleveland? Oh yeah. And Francona came to pull him and he threw the ball in the oh, center yeah. field. That, 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 that was some that? throw. That was one that of the best sure throws. Was, he threw but, the ball in the, into the outfield stands. But what a clown. Yeah, I mean he's, uh, he's ridiculous. I can't stand that guy. Yeah, well neither can anybody, and that's and uh, obviously I think he's sitting out next year too for his shenanigans. It's, the guy's ridiculous. Four one three four four five five nine four three. Give us a call. Got about ten minutes left in our program. Can it take a break? We'll come back and uh talk a little bit more about the NFL next week and then we'll wrap things up for another edition of Cronin's Look. We'll see you in a couple minutes. Did you know that just 30 minutes a day of physical activity can improve your health and decrease your risk of heart disease? Walking is an easy way to start. For every hour of regular vigorous exercise, you can gain two hours of life expectancy. So start walking for yourself. Start walking with your family. Start walking with your friends. Start walking in your community. Start walking. Start something. Join the movement today. For more information on the American Heart Association START program, visit heart.org slash start. I smoke because it's a habit. It's very hard to quit. I've tried. My wife smokes. It's not allowed in the home. It's not allowed around my children. I just know it isn't good. My husband hates that I smoke, and I smoke outside. It irritates her a little bit, but I think she sees and understands what I'm trying to get across to her, that it's not only bad to her, but it's bad to my three beautiful daughters and my two sons. My dad gets upset with my mom because she smokes and he doesn't, and whenever my mom goes and smokes, she has to go smoke outside. I don't think my mom should smoke because it's really bad for you, and it could hurt you really bad. I do think there is a correlation between parents and kids. The parents smokes, the kids think it's okay for them to smoke. Sometimes all you need is a small reason to quit. Yeah, I love my mom very much, but I still wish she'd stop smoking. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Hi, my name is Bill Sturgeon. I am the host of WTBR's Morning Drive. We air every weekday morning, 7.30 to 8.30. The goal of my program is to inform, educate, and have a few chuckles along the way. We have wonderful guests, political, arts, actors, musicians, teachers. I look forward for you to listen in or watch us on PCTV. Thank you. Hey, this is Mike Pezzo. Remember those tunes your parents told you to turn down? Better yet, remember those tunes your grandparents told your parents to turn down? Well, on Mike's Amazing Music and Oldies show, you'll hear sometimes oldies, sometimes blues, sometimes local performers, and a lot of rock. On Pritchard County's only rock station, 89.7 WTBR-FM, Pittsfield Community Radio, Thursdays at noon. Tune in and be entertained and educated. 
Check it out. It's the Terminator. Hey, when'd you get back, huh? Did you have to shoot anyone? Why are you so distant? Are you not happy to see me? So what's the deal? You gonna get a job now or what? Why are you being so jumpy? Put all that stuff behind you, okay? No one knows what it's like to come back from Iraq or Afghanistan unless they were there. Join other veterans at communityofveterans.org because we know where you're coming from. Brought to you by Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America and the Ad Council. Just when you thought radio was getting dull, WTBR has something to brighten up your night. Really? It's called TBR After Hours. And overnight Saturday at midnight, you'll hear a solid hour of a recording artist or band, the hits, as well as deep traps with limited commercial interruption. Impressive. Most impressive. TBR After Hours is hosted by The Minster. Isn't that the same guy you hear on classic TBR? Hmm. It's TBR After Hours, overnight Saturday at midnight, right here on WTBR, and also available on podcast. No nonsense, no messing around, just 100% pure rock. Unplug your appliances. We need the power. WTBR. few minutes left here. Cronin and the Zuck. Let's go over some football picks. What do you think, Robbie? What do we got? There we go. <laughs> there he is. And a crazy back. producer. A crazy producer. Um, listen, yeah. So we got what? We got Giants, Ravens. I'm going to pick the Giants. I think Wink comes up with a big uh, defensive stop against Lamar. Uh, I think the Giants win with a, a field goal from Graham Gano. So maybe a close close game. I'll, I'll take the Giants. We'll see. They have to stop Lamar, though. That's the key. You know, they're going to design some kind of defense to keep him in the pocket or whatever they're going to do, but they need to stop him. That's that's the whole key to He me. didn't play that great this past weekend, Lamar. No. I mean, he, didn't. he was good enough to, at the end, though, he was good enough to run a couple times and, and get them in field goal position, and, and you know, Tucker's so good. Now, this is so. one that perplexes me, okay? The Jets are at Green Bay. Green Bay is a touchdown favorite. Now, maybe if Aaron Rodgers plays and not Hunter Biden— Maybe Green Bay has a chance because Hunter Biden. Well, I think Green Bay's going to win. I, Green Bay bounces back. Hunter that Biden game. went to London, not Aaron Rodgers. Right. You saw that he, uh, you know, disguised himself as Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. You know, <laughs> the Jets have been playing really well. Yeah, I know that. I know they have. Um, the Green Bay. It's interesting. This was an interesting thing. The Green Bay Packers were the best third down defense in the league, and the Giants had an outstanding. I think they were six for eleven the other day on third down efficiency. So I, I still think that the Packers bounce back and win a game after coming off the loss of the Giants. So I like the Packers in that game. I think they cover? Seven uh, point, I, mean, I, I, I don't think they cover. I, I, don't, think, I, I think the Packers will win. I think the Packers will win by, by, more, by more than a touchdown. Aaron Rodgers just looks disengaged to me. Yeah. He doesn't look he, like he cares. No. He, he, like you said before we got on the air, yeah. he, he, he misses Devontae Adams. Absol- big oh, absolutely. He had like a big just, game last night for the Raiders. He's throwing up a lot of balls. You just look and go... Who did he just throw that to? Who was he targeting there? Like he he doesn't look interested. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I've never seen the, I've never seen a, 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 the Giants have less personnel and and have more f- efficiency. They've done an amazing job. When you consider that they lost to both corners yesterday and they were able to win that game, it's just amazing. And and the pressure they put on them. I thought the play calling at the end of the game for Green Bay when they were driving was horrible. I have to stand corrected. By yeah, the way, yeah. I, I made a mistake earlier. The <coughs> Browns are favored by three over the Patriots. Okay. I okay. thought I said the Patriots okay. were favored. That is in fact okay. incorrect. The yeah, Browns are favored to me, by it's three. Stevenson versus Chubb in that. Game. Game. Let's be honest. I yeah. mean, it's about the running game in those games, and we'll see what quarterback plays. And better. I was going to say they don't know what quarterback, and and you know this whole like I said, this whole Bailey Zappi, Mac Jones thing. Uh, I think Matt Patricia is, you know, developing pretty well as a play caller. I think the last couple weeks his play calling has been better. Right. So you know, the first couple weeks, Mac Jones threw two touchdowns and five picks. I don't think Matt Patricia knew what the hell he was doing. I think he's learning how to call. I mean, you don't just. You're not just a coach in the NFL if you don't know what you're doing. Right. And he was a head coach for three years. I mean, yeah. he was a terrible head coach. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you know, I, I think that they're actually developing a pretty good style on offense. I mean, I, it, it, it heavy dose of the run. They need to use those tight ends more. Henry, five catches yesterday. Use them more. Use them more. And, and like I said, Myers had a good game. They bought time. And Aguilar, they have good talent. Aguilar's it's terrible. It's the QB position. Aguilar's he's, terrible. Yeah, he's been a disappointment. Two fumbles. He's I know, terrible. I know he's been a disappointment. They gave him a lot of money. I, I know they to, did. To I know stink. they did. Yeah. To stink. He had a good game last week. Not this week, but. He had a good game against Pittsburgh. Yeah. So what's some of the other interesting games next week? Eagles-Cowboys. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm the most Where's that at? Dal- at Dallas or at the Eagles? In Philly. In Philly? Man. Philly's favored by four and a half. You know, I like the Dallas defense a lot. 
I really do. I think I think this is the one game of Dallas. I think Dallas beats Philly. I think Jalen Hurts. This is the one game I think that uh, the Dallas defense gets to gets to Philly. We'll see. I got to say this. You know, my, I I bet Pittsburgh to win, or not to win to cover on. fourteen points this week. Who are they who are they playing? Buffalo. No, la- like oh you mean last one? Oh Sunday. yeah, right on Sunday. I, I think they're going to cover. And my and my and my, <laughs> my dad goes, you can't be afraid of the high spread. You can't be afraid to take right. the high spread. And you know, I'm looking at this one right now. Rams eleven. They're favored by 11 over the Panthers. I think the Rams smoke the Panthers. Well, the Panthers are terrible. And, Panthers and are terrible. It's not that the Panthers have good talent. They have decent talent. They just I don't know what the, what the problem is with them. I told you, it's, it's the ownership and it's, it's the general manager. I'm not going to blame Matt Rule for—I'll for, for, uh, blame him for some things. But, some uh, coaches are better in college than they are in the uh, Absolutely. He did a great job at Baylor, a great job at Temple, built some programs there. But uh, what are you going to do? I can't believe we're almost done. Wow. We're done. <laughs> I could have gone for another hour and a half at least. Me too, man. Next time we'll get Bob to come in, (laughs) right? Let's go Brandon, huh? All right. (laughs) Well, we'll see you next week, folks. Same bad time, same bad channel. This is Robbie Zucker and Sean Cronin for Cronin and the Zook on 89.7 FM. Stay tuned for our programming all day here on WTBR Beatles Forever at 4 o'clock. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Let's go. Bye-bye.